I don't care if I have to live in a level of heaven not as nice as yours, but I had to say, I listened to Biden. All I could feel was hatred. What a liar. I hate liars. Wow, what a display of propaganda. Hey, all this is going to be fact-checked. What a psychotic liar. What a disingenuous man. In case you're wondering what I'm talking about, Biden did the three-year anniversary of January 6th and lied, lied, lied. Stop it. Stop it now. Trevor. Trevor Carey. Carey. I'm willing to fight. Willing to fight. The Trevor, Trevor Carey Show. And I'm a go now swing Trevor Carey. Power Talk 96.7 and AM 1400. Let's go! But in desperation and weakness... Trump and his MAGA followers went after election officials who ensured your power as a citizen would be heard. These public service had their lives forever upended by attacks and death threats for simply doing their jobs. Other state and local elected officials across the country faced similar personal attacks. Let's be clear about the 2020 election. Trump exhausted every legal avenue available to him to overturn the election. Everyone. But the legal path just took Trump back to the truth. That I'd won the election and he was a loser. Oh, what a what a great patriotic man going around touring the nation. Yeah, he's at Valley Forge. Hey, it's just political stumping, man. That's what you do. You're you you attack your opponent. Boy, Joe just lied. I really hope you got your Peptol Bismol ready here. Uh, because I, I almost had to call in sick during the lunch hour. Uh, why? Well, again, I listened to the Biden political stump. And, you know, he, boy, I tell you, old Trader Joe there had some real dangling unmentionables to get up there and lie like a snake talking to Eve. And, yes, it did create hatred. I know it's wrong. And I, I tried to think of one of my favorite songs, Brandon Heath. And I said, Lord, you're going to have to give me your eyes for just one second so I can see and ears to hear because man that it just and maybe that's the point hmm hey we got enough of them boys born in tennessee that'll get all fired up if i go out there and do another one of these he did this a few years ago this is uh his january 6th anniversary speech he put it right up there with the revolutionary war the civil war uh, world war one world war two uh the i think the included the pandemic and january 6th did he include 9-11 well we're going to hear some of it coming up here i just wanted to give those of you that i just gave the warning you think i'm kidding about the pepto-bismol milk of magnesia whatever it is you better at least have some seven up around you're going to need seven up and chicken noodle soup tomorrow this isn't going to feel too good and this is uh the guy at 1600 pennsylvania avenue and he uh he brought back so many original memories there choosing valley forge uh, he was there with george i i think uh we we need share share to the stage is she still in the green room all right we're gonna have to oh she's running uh, don't run please no stop stop running okay come on come on but when joe's president safe that's all we need to know in the winter of 1777 
was harsh and cold as the Continental Army marched to Valley Forge. General George Washington knew he faced the most daunting of tasks, to fight and win a war against the most powerful empire existent in the world at the time. His mission was clear, liberty, not conquest, freedom, not domination, national independence, not individual glory. America made a vow, never again would we bow down to a king. Months ahead would be incredibly difficult. But General Washington knew something in his wait, bones. Wait, 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 wait. Did he just say General Washington? That own, that own slaves? Is racist. Okay, let's get back to Joe. Today, we're here to answer the most important of questions. Is democracy still America's sacred cause? I mean it. I mean it. This is not rhetorical, academic, or hypothetical. Whether democracy is still America's sacred cause is the most urgent question of our time. And it's what the 2024 election is all about. All right, I'm going to give him an A-plus uh, for reading teleprompter based on Joe Biden's previous reading of teleprompter. I think they maybe gave one of them JFK Michael Jackson shots for him to get up there. And... The choice is clear. Donald Trump's campaign is about him, not America, not you. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. Wait. He's willing to sacrifice oh, our democracy. Joe, 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 you're all talking about the past. You're going back to January 6th saying Trump's obsessed about the past and this, his entire speech was about the past. Okay. All right. Don't try and figure it out. Lord, give me your eyes so I can see and ears to hear. Here, Put yourself in power. Our campaign is different. For me and Kamala, our campaign is about America. It's about you. It's about every age and background that occupy this country. It's about the future we're going to continue to build together. Oh. And our campaign is about preserving and strengthening our American democracy. Three years ago tomorrow, we saw with our own eyes the violent mob storm the United States Capitol. It was almost in disbelief as you first turned on the television. For the first time in our history, insurrectionists had come to stop the peaceful transfer, transfer of power in America. First time, smashing windows, shattering doors, attacking the police. Outside, gallows were erected as the MAGA crowd chanted, hang Mike Pence. Inside, they hunted for Speaker Pelosi. The House was chanting as they marched through and smashed windows. Where's Nancy? That's an applause line. <laughs> I tell you, I... I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! Lord, give me your ears to hear, please. Republican leaders who were under attack at that very moment pled with him. Act. Call off the mob. Imagine had he gone out and said, stop. And still, Trump did nothing was among the worst derelictions of duty by a president in American history. Maybe until you got in there and maybe did something with opening up our border. How do you even have the audacity to say things like that? Uh, he's never even been charged for an insurrection. 
Uh, stop calling the pro-Hamas events that shut down Christmas protest. No, at least uh, Republicans, pro-Trump supporters, we said, yeah, that was a riot. That's exactly, we saw it all during George Floyd. We call those riots. Mostly peaceful protests. Uh, no, we called them riots when people were. And then we got to actually see Capitol Police going around and checking doors for the people they put up on the front page headlines, the uh, the shaman. We got to see them opening doors and escorting people in like they're to see a dinosaur museum tour uh, or something. So don't, no, 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 no. An attempt to overturn a free and fair election by force and violence. A record 81 million people voted for my candidacy and to end his presidency. Trump lost the popular vote by 7 million. Trump's claims about the 2020 election never could stand up in court. Trump lost 60 court cases, 60. Trump lost the Republican controlled states. Trump lost before a Trump appointed judge and then judges. And Trump lost before the United States Supreme Court. All of it, he lost. <clears throat> Trump lost recount after recount after recount in state after state. Oh, quit, please, can you? No, he can't. This is the president of the United States, and he's out on the campaign trail, ladies and gentlemen. He's One Capitol Police officer called it a medieval battle. That same officer called vile rape, was called vile racist names. He said he was more afraid in the capital of the United States of America in the chambers than when he was fighting as a soldier in the war in Iraq. So he was more afraid stop. inside the halls of Congress stop. than fighting in the war in Iraq. Pep-top is more. Give me more. And trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th, Trump is trying to steal history the same way he tried to steal the election. But he, we knew the truth because we saw it with our own eyes. So it wasn't like something, a story being told. It was on television repeatedly. We saw it with our own eyes. Trump's mob wasn't a peaceful protest. It was a violent assault. They were insurrectionists, not patriots. They weren't there to uphold the Constitution. They were there to destroy the Constitution. Trump won't do what an American president must do. He refuses to denounce political violence. So hear me clearly. I'll say what Donald Trump won't. Political violence is never, ever acceptable in the United States political system. Never, never, never. It has no place in a democracy, none. You can't be pro-insurrectionist and pro-American. Dude, we watched your party support burning down of a country. I would and not sit here and be like, we're not talking to you right now. You're so on the sidelines. Quit it. How are you talking about political violence? What they talk about the 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 right wing is such a threat. Boy, that mega crowd. Just hey, who's recently been been shutting down Christmas? Who just shut down the California legislature yesterday? I could go down the list, but. There's more. And yet Trump and his MAGA supporters not only embrace political violence, but they laugh about it. At his rally, he jokes about an intruder whipped up by the big Trump lie, taking a hammer to Paul Pelosi's skull. Uh, the hippie guy? The, that was a Trump supporter. He, he went there. This is his candidate. I guess when you have just completely 
failed at any kind of leadership whatsoever. You've run out of bullets, man. So what he's doing is he's just throwing the gun. He's out of he's out of bullets. He has nothing to talk about. Choo, choo, choo. Click, 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 click. Oh, I got nothing to. Oh, I'm gonna throw the gun. And echoing the very same words used on January sixth. Where's Nancy? And he thinks that's funny. He laughed about it. What a sick. <laughs> My God. You understand Pepto Bismuth, right? Despicable, seriously. Not just for a president, for any person to say that. But to say it to the whole world listening. When I was overseas, anyway. Oh, yeah. Trump's assault on democracy isn't just part of his past. It's what he's promising for the future. He's being straightforward. He's not hiding the ball. His mm-hmm. first rally for the 2024 campaign opened with a choir of January 6th insurrectionists singing from prison on a cell phone. While images of the January 6th riot played on a big screen behind him at his rally. Can you believe that? This is like something out of a fairy tale. Bad fairy tale. Trump began his 2024 campaign by glorifying the failed violent insurrectionist insurrection at our, on our capital. The guy who claims law and order sows lawlessness and disorder. Trump's not concerned about your future, I promise you. Trump is now promising a full-scale campaign of revenge and retribution, his words, for some years to come. They were his words, not mine. He went on to say he'd be a dictator on day one. I mean, if I were writing a book of fiction, I said an American president said that. And not in jest. He called in, I quote, the termination, quote, this is a quote, the termination of all the rules, regulation, and articles, even those found in the U.S. Constitution. Trump's going to get rid of the U.S. Constitution. Okay, that's what we heard, right? We're about to go into a dark winter. A dark winter. I hope you got your milk of magnesium and Pepto-Bismol for that. That was rather sickening, wasn't it? The song that I mentioned. It's really what we have to do right now. Uh, I don't know. Give me your eyes for just one second. Give me your eyes so I can see everything that I keep missing. Give me your love for humanity. Give me your arms for the brokenhearted. The ones that are far beyond my reach. Give me your heart for the ones forgotten. Give me your eyes so I can see. Yeah. I strongly disagree. Strongly disagree. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Uh, don't you feel a lot better now that the Pepto-Bismol is taking effect? Okay, now that your stomach's coated, you want to jump into a little more? Yeah. I know somebody's going, he's using this like film day in, in school on a Friday, right? Yeah. It's really kind of hard to believe. What? Is- Even found in the Constitution? He could terminate. He's threatened the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff with the death penalty. Says he should be put to death because the chairman put his oath to the Constitution 
ahead of his personal loyalty to Trump. This is coming from a president who called when he visited cemeteries, called dead soldiers suckers yeah. and losers. Remember that? He's nodded off. Somebody hit the electrode. Buzz Joe. Buzz in effect. Sometimes I'm really happy the Irish in me can't be seen. That was a real pause. I didn't edit that. I didn't add that in. That was a real pause. Let's go back and listen to this long pause. And he comes back with Irish. I, he was doing good with his teleprompter. And then he goes in these, it's a, it's a zone out thing. And uh, I'm always curious the first words after he comes out of his zone out. And he gets the the laughter like, you know, I call it church laughter. At church, anybody can say like, boy, I tell you, we ain't so much. Yeah. Had to roll me out of there. And I mean, it's like he told the funniest joke ever, right? You know, he, he got these laughs here too. Suckers and losers. Remember that? Remember that? Pause. Listen to us. He just was zoned. Just staring. Sometimes I'm really happy the Irish of me can't be seen. <laughs> it was right around the time I was at Bo's grave, Tommy. You were where? Bo's grave, Tommy? Bo's grave, Tommy. Okay, let's go to the transcripts. How dare he? Who in God's name does he think he is? What are you talking about, man? He's just, well, I, I, that's just Biden being Biden. Got out the teleprompter there a little bit. Can we get him back on, Joe? Start right here. I'm sure they got a red thing that flashes, like uh, start here at this red word that's flashing, right? He gets a bzz, bzz, buzz thing. or that. And now these MAGA voices who know the truth about Trump on January 6th, have abandoned the truth and abandoned the democracy. They made their choice. Now the rest of us, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we have to make our choice. I know mine. I'm going to shoot them and line them all up in line, right? He, his voice, he doesn't, he doesn't, I know it probably says with effect, there has to be something on there. Because it's not a natural voice raise like his cadence. And I believe I know America's. America's. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. Did he say America's? And I believe I know America's. Yeah, he did. We'll defend the truth, not give in to the big lie. We'll embrace the Constitution and the Declaration, not abandon it. We'll honor the sacred cause of democracy, not walk away from it. Today... I make this sacred pledge to you, the defense, protection, and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been, the central cause of my presidency. Central cause of his presidency has been defense? He used the word defense. Defense. The defense, defense? protection, and preservation of American democracy will remain as it has been, the central cause of my presidency. Wow. I knew it. You want some more? Okay, go ahead. We must be clear. Democracy is on the ballot. Your freedom is on the ballot. <laughs> yes, we'll be voting on many issues. On the freedom to vote. And have your vote counted. And the freedom of choice. The freedom to have a fair shot. The freedom from fear. 
<laughs> and we'll debate and disagree. Oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> and we'll debate and disagree. Without democracy, no progress is possible. Think about it. Think about it. The alternative democracy is dictatorship. The rule of one, not the rule of the we, the people. That's what the soldiers of Valley Forge understood. And so was me. What's what, what we have to understand it as well. So must we. And so was me. So was what, what, what we have to understand it as well. Okay. We've been blessed so long with a strong, stable democracy. It's easy to forget why so many before us risked their lives and strengthened democracy. What our lives would be without it. Democracy means having the freedom to speak your mind, to be who you are. No, Joe, it means mob rule. We have a constitutional republic with the rights of freedom of speech. And yeah, you can be who you are. You have that, that freedom, like, you know, not to be mandated, you know, Joe. To be who you want to be. Ah, you can pick whoever you want to be. I want to be a woman. Uh, no, sir, you can't. Yes, I can. Joe just said it. Democracy is about being able to bring about peaceful change. <laughs> Democracy. Democracy is how we've opened the doors of opportunity wider and wider with each successive generation, not with, notwithstanding our mistakes. But if democracy falls, we'll lose that freedom. Oh, well, you're taking away our freedom. You know, there's going to be one Saturday night. You're going to go to sleep and you're going to wake up. In true California building ability, it only took decades. But hey, San Francisco, they finally installed nets to stop suicides off the Golden Gate Bridge. That's a good thing, right? How much did it cost? I'll tell you how much of your hard-earned Monopoly money that they spent. And if I feel like torturing you, I will play a little more Joe Biden coming up. This is the Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Guess Madera County had a 2.9, and then Southern California out by San Bernardino, an earthquake about 11 a.m. this morning, a 4.4. Uh, felt San Fernando Valley in Orange County, and um, guess we've had quite a few around the state recently. That's all we need, isn't it? Hey, let's take, you know, in the middle of it, they'd be like, um, no, no, don't put that back there. We got to mix the boys and girls' toys together that fell off. That'd be the first thing they'd be focusing on is people like, you know, there's gas lines burning and whatever. That's the last thing they need. I uh, have heard many stories. I interviewed a Coast Guard guy that's right up there off uh, Marin on the other side of the bridge over there. And I interviewed him. This was back when I first got back to California and I was on in Modesto. And about they're the ones that got to go get, find the bodies that jump off the Golden Gate Bridge. And... He's like, yeah, that's something you don't think about the Coast Guard having to do. And, of course, me being me and having another 14 minutes in the interview, I had to ask him, what do the bodies look like? And he described, and I don't want to describe it. Uh, I just, well, we got Pepto Bismol from Joe Biden's speech. So, yeah, about the, the bloatedness and the, the puffiness and how they're just so unrecognizable. And I, I always, I mean, when you're going to kill yourself, and you got a gun and you blow your head off. You don't, I mean, you might have, what, one one-hundredth of a second. I just did that as your finger starting to go, to go down. You really, uh, It's quick. You don't have time to think about it, right? 
Uh, you jump in front of a moving train or something. You don't have time to think about it. I guess sometimes if you cut your wrist, you might have some time to sit there and go, I'm bleeding to death, and you get dizzy, I would think, right? But you got a little time, I would think, when you jump off 25 stories into the Pacific Ocean. That's some time to, as the, I mean, I think up once at Lake Isabella, uh, back in high school, I jumped off some rock thing. That's like the into the lake or something. And it was one of those where my arms were like, woo, 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 splash. You know, it wasn't that high up. But 25 stories, that's some some regret time. I mean, to, to see, well, I, I guess what I'm thinking, and we'll never know, of course, is what, what are they thinking uh, during that fall? And they've installed now these stainless steel nets on both sides of the the bridge is about 1.7 miles i have watched some things on youtube about uh actually like pedestrians that are walking and they'll have a cop there trying to talk somebody and they'll film it and maybe even they've even released a body count for the ones that don't jump uh but some of them have in some of these that i've watched and uh it's i mean that is talk about on the edge of your seat viewing and I, I hand it to a lot of these law enforcement and individuals. EMT sometimes are the first there as well. And, man, they just – that's a gift right there to talk these people talk these people off. The bridge opened 1937 back when California could build things in a few years. 2,000 people have jumped off since 1937. And they approved this project for these stainless steel nets about uh, 2018, 20 20-foot 20 wide. And it's really been delayed up until now. We're saying that it's up. And you can't see it if you're on the bridge in your car. It's not visible from cars. But if you're walking it uh, by the rails, you can see them. They're marine-grade stainless steel because of all the salt and water and fog and all the wind right there. The The number of people who fell from uh, annual average went from 30 down to 14. So that's that's good and still some people get out there i guess they're like well i'll just let everybody know i really have issues and i know i won't really die i'm just going to jump into the net so some of them have jumped into the net and now they're having to train uh cruise firefighters from san francisco marin how to climb down and rescue anybody that that jumps into the net they said they have had a handful of people that uh jumped and hit the net and then climbed over the net and continued their their fall so they were they were serious about it. They say when you jump into it, the stainless steel wire rope. It's they say it's like jumping into a cheese grater. Said it's not rubber or soft and it doesn't stretch. They said we want folks to know this is a bridge. We want folks to know if you come here, it will hurt if you jump. <laughs> Hurry, they're ready to die. They're ready for the ultimate hurt. But I, I guess maybe sometimes of ah I have a peaceful plunge into the ocean. Uh, not realizing it's probably like hitting cement uh, from that high up, but seeing that, ah, you're going to jump into stainless steel that feels like a cheese grater. Uh, I wonder if that's on the sign. They should put that on the sign. You jump into this net, it's like a cheese grater. Members of Bridge Patrol actually work. They got cameras and stuff uh, to spot people that are considering because they see them walk and walk, you know, not normal pedestrian walking, and they'll try and get out there as soon as they can. Last year, they stopped 100 and 49 people from jumping. So the uh, they approved the project for $76 million back in 2008 when they started exploring the idea of installing nets and takes this long, $76 million. What do you think the, the cost have gone, gone up to? The construction company, they're, they're actually arguing. What'd you say? How much did you say? 
two billion. <laughs> well, no, not not that much. Uh, Ryan said two billion, but hey, that's good California thinking. That's good projecting. Uh, you're up with the times. Uh, Seventy-six million dollars went the uh, to two hundred twenty-four million, but the construction company said uh, all the cost went up, and it's going to cost four hundred million. So seventy-six million to four hundred million. All right, that's almost half a half a billion. Okay, there you go. There's some bridge patrolling for people that are uh, not sane. Speaking of, try to destroy our democracy for their own agenda. The American people know it, and they're standing bravely in the breach. Remember after 2020, January 6th insurrection to undo the election in which more Americans had voted than any other in American history? America saw the threat posed to the country, and they voted them out. In 2022, historic midterm election, in state after state, election after election, the election deniers were defeated. Now in 2024, Trump is winning as the denier-in-chief, the election denier-in-chief. Once again, he's saying he won't honor the results of the election if he loses. Trump says he doesn't understand. Well, he still doesn't understand the basic truth. That is, you can't love your country only when you win. You can't love your country only when you win. I wonder how many people they had to pay to come there and clap. All right. Probably all the all White House my stuff. My commitment to be president for all of America. All of America, really, as you're just sitting there ripping on half of it, right? I tell you from my experience working with leaders around the world, and I mean this sincerely, not a joke. It's not a joke, guys. He worked with leaders around the world, and he means it sincerely, and it's not what? Not a joke. Okay, thanks. That America is still viewed as the beacon of democracy for the world. <laughs> I can't tell you how many, how many world leaders... And I know all of them, virtually all of them, grab my arm in private and say, he can't win. Tell me. No, my country will be at risk. Think of how many countries, Tommy, you know that are on the, burn, on the edge. Imagine. We still believe in we the people. And that includes all of us, what, not some of us. The raising of the voice on the teleprompter probably had it like an up arrow so that he can, he can understand, right? That's America I see in our future. We get up. We carry on. We never bow. We never bend. We speak of possibilities, not carnage. We're not weighed down by grievances. We don't foster fear. We don't walk around as victims. We take charge of our destiny. We get our job done with the, people, with the help of the people we find in America who find their place in the changing world and dream and build a future that not only they but all people deserve a shot at. We don't believe, none of you believe America's failing. We know America's winning. It's winning. None of you believe that. Well, he's talking to his bubble, isn't he? Nobody believes that America's not failing? Well, we haven't completely uh, failed. Yeah, we're still the supreme superpower in the world. I would still say that. But, yeah, the house still from the street? Yeah, it looks kind of solid. But, man, we got rot. We got rot, and this rot is going to continuing to rot because they're doing nothing to stop the rot. Back 
to the rights. After all we've been through in our history, from independence to civil war, to two world wars, to a pandemic, to insurrection, <laughs> I refuse to believe that in 2024, we Americans will choose to walk away from what's made us the greatest nation in the history of the world. Freedom, liberty, <laughs> democracy is still a sacred cause. And there's no country in the world better positioned to lead the world than America. That's why I've said it many times. That's why I've never been more optimistic about our future. And I've been doing this a hell of a long time. Just to remember who we are. That's true. Because it's with true. patience and fortitude, with one heart. We are the United States of America, for God's sake. I mean it. You mean it. There's nothing. Nothing. I believe with every fiber, there's nothing beyond our capacity if we act together and decently with one another. Nothing, nothing, nothing. I mean it. We're the only nation in the world that's come out of every crisis stronger than we went into that crisis. God bless you all and may God protect our troops. He's on the campaign trail. Joe is out there. Well, he's going to try and bring Trump down. And uh, remember when he's bringing Trump down, he's going after us. Can't we all just get along, Joe? Come on, Joe. Can't we all just get along? No, we can't just all get along. And we know why. Because we can screw you. Yeah. Because we chose to screw And that's exactly the point. Happy Friday. The Trevor Carey Show. On the Valley's Power Talk. It's back, baby. Cruising is back in Fresno. Well, at least it's not like the burnout things, right? And the street things that, uh, hey, cruising is slow, man. You want people to see the shine. You want to do the head nod. You want to do the, just the chin up. What's up to people when you're driving by? City of Fresno, new ordinance. Going to allow people, lowriders, to cruise across the city. It was banned 30 years ago. Wow. Didn't know it was that long ago. A state assembly bill that uh, bans it took effect January 1st. City Attorney Andrew Jans had a comment, said in terms of low-riding and cruising, it started back before World War II by Mexican-Americans and Latinos and has become ingrained in American culture and Hispanic culture as well. Councilmember Luis Chavez said it's a misconception. He hopes to dispel. We shouldn't have the stigma of people who are in low rider car clubs. Now, if you got to get somewhere and it's a Friday night, I could understand you're going too slow. But I guess it will. Hey, it's better than people running red lights, driving like a bat out of hell. These sideshows that go on. So and there's some beautiful cars. Now, I, I'm a purist with anything. I don't like the clock in baseball. I don't like uh, taking an old car, making it, you know, twisting it. I do see the cool factor and the Hot Wheels in me, still a kid kind of thing out there. But even when people like take a 1948, something like a a Dodge or a 1928, I, I, I don't like when they add new stuff to it. If you keep it original, original, you can drop it down and put the rims on there and all. But keep try and keep it as uh, original. They, Look at me giving out advice. I've never even had a classic car, but I got a whole guest bedroom with one wall, nothing but classic cars. I love them. If you're in a foxhole with bullets, like blazing overhead, 
Who would you want to be in the foxhole with you? A, Donald John Trump. B, Ronald Dion DeSantis. C, Vivek Gandapandi Ramaswamy. D, Nimarada Nikki Haley. That's her first name. Nikki's her middle name. Uh, if you're in a foxhole, who would you who would you want? Now, should we say there if we could make them all age equivalent, right? Because you would think, well, you go with that. I'd probably go with Ramaswamy. I know DeSantis has military experience, but something tells me Ramaswamy might be like, I'll go and jump up and like take the bullet as I then get to come up and shoot or something, right? He he'd be aggressive. I would. But that could also get a shot, right? Well, these NBC reporters tried to take out Ramaswamy about white supremacy. I'm not, I'm not going to recite some catechism for you. I'm against vicious racial discrimination in this country. So I'm not pledging allegiance to your new religion of modern wokeism, which actually fits, fits the test. I'm not going to bend the knee to your religion. I'm sorry. I'm not asking you to bend the knee to mine, and I'm not going to bend the knee to yours. But do I condemn vicious racial discrimination? Yes, I do. Am I going to play your silly game of gotcha? No, I'm not. And frankly, this is why people have lost trust. And I know you're going to go print the headline tomorrow. I already know this. We already know how your game works. Vivek Ramaswamy refuses to condemn white supremacy because you asked a stupid question. The reality is I condemn vicious racial discrimination in this country, but the kind of vicious and systematic racial discrimination we see today is discrimination on the basis of race in a very different direction. You want to know what the best way is to end discrimination on the basis of race? Stop discriminating on the basis of race. <laughs> Do that and we're going to move this country forward. And I don't care whether you're black or white or brown or anything in between. That's how we're going to unite this country. You people have been responsible for dividing this country to a breaking point, creating a projection of national division. I meet people from the south side of Chicago to meetings like this one of every shade of melanin, multiple from man to woman, doesn't make a difference, who are hungry for reviving unity in this country. And you, with your catechism that you try to get to politicians to whatever fake headline you're going to print on the basis of this conversation tomorrow, that's what's dividing this country for a break, to a breaking point. Shame on you. Look people in the eye and tell them what you've actually failed to tell them for the last five years. Own the accountability for your own failures as the media. That's how we rebuild trust in this country. And until then, I don't have a lot of patience to play the games. Wow, that's that's how you handle it. And I look at audio visually and audio files all day long, every day of the week. And I see the spaces like Biden's speech here that I've been playing. I can see the spaces between his audio. With Vivek Ramaswamy, it is the closest edit. I mean, he doesn't give anybody a chance to to jump in, and that can be brilliant at times. At times, though, he needs to go from being a machine gunner to maybe a sniper at times. You know, hit him with one thing and pause and let it sit there for a second. But that's good, right? That's that's like Foxhole good. <laughs> yeah. That's a guy that's firing back, right, and hitting the targets. That's what he does, right? I still talk to some people that I'm close to politically minded that, yeah, he says the right thing. I don't trust him. I think Trump's listening to him. I think that's what it's about. Let me come back here on a good positive Friday bill and ask you, what purpose does Hamas serve? Let's talk about that next.